Welcome to episode 7 of The Travelling Music Therapist. My name is Yuki and I'm here with Anna today. Hello everyone, this is Anna. <laughs> and um, I'm so excited. Anna is actually at my place today because um, as well as working as a registered music therapist, we're both piano teachers. And so she's got a few students coming along to my student concert. Um, I, have, I hold a yearly concert for all of my students. So she's come along today with a few of her students and we're just waiting for them to arrive. But I thought... You know, because we've got a bit of time, <laughs> might as well squeeze in a podcast. Yeah, it's my honor to be here too with UK. She oh, offered me this you. wonderful experience to have sharing of music and mm-hmm. also, yeah, we can able to talk about how we use music in our yeah workplace. Yeah, know? yeah, mm. absolutely. Cool. Well, um, Anna, could you start off by maybe telling our listeners what area you work in at the moment in music therapy? Well, it's quite bored at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> For my music therapy work, I mostly work with adults. So mm-hmm. um, now I'm working at um, a couple of um, aged care facilities mm-hmm. and um, organize some groups, especially for people who have um, dementia, so mm-hmm. with mild to severe. So yeah. And also um, I work in um, a, a rehabilitation center for mental health mm-hmm. um, people. So, um, so yeah, that's quite a lot of, lots of groups going on. But yeah. at the other days, yeah, I'll, I'm basically doing some music teaching and also, mm-hmm. yeah, other works as well. Mm. Mm. Oh, great. And I'm sure our listeners would be so interested. I think um, when you first hear about music therapy, generally, um, I guess recently as well, uh, there's been a lot about music and dementia mm, right. as well as music and mental health. So you're right in that <laughs> in Yeah, that, it's quite uh, related. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Cool. Um, now, could you actually could you let us know where you did your training as well for music oh, therapy? Yes. Yeah. Um, I start my journey in two thousand and nine. Um, I study in University of Queensland. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I done my master degree over there. Um, and before that, I done my bachelor of music. Mm-hmm. Um, back in Hong Kong. So yeah, my my background is basically trained as a musician. But I yeah. really think that our music is a good way to interact with people, and yeah. I really want to. Um, look at how music can benefit um, ba- the well-being of yeah everyone. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's why I start on my journey. So. Yeah, and how mm. did you find out about music therapy? Well, well, it's um, it's quite interesting in culturally and um, in different contexts. You mm-hmm. can use music in different ways. So I find that music therapy is not just for people who are very ill or very sick. It's actually um, it's a good um, tool to help people to find where they can find a good balance of life. Mm-hmm. So when they find that um, there are some um, stress or anxiety in their life, how can they use music in a good way mm-hmm. to, to get them have a relaxation? And also sometimes when we like of words to express our grief or um, our sadness. So mm-hmm. music is a good way to, to share and communicate. Mm, expression yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. So um, I guess be, being um, doing your music training in Hong Kong, did you learn any English before you came to oh, well, Australia? Um, I did a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Not very good. Because I know your English is really good. Cool. Oh, no. no. <laughs> you can still hear my Hong Kong accents, I believe. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah, I, I started to yeah, learn music when I was yeah, at school. So mm-hmm. like one of the subjects in, in school. But yeah, um, and my music training basically in universities using music, as, um, sorry, English as well. Really? So oh, yeah, so we cool. have um, lecturers from... Um, um, 
um, the States and yep. yeah, from all over the world. So I like my training because um, uh, we have um, um, teaching from all sorts of different people in around yeah. the world, and then we. Um, I also learned some Chinese music too. So oh, and I I study. I like to study um, Chinese opera music. Yeah, yeah. When I was doing my um, undergraduate, so yeah. yeah um, give me a good explosion. So um, learning music from different cultural backgrounds. Mm. So and also it's enhancing my understanding about music. It's not mm. just classical music. And when I'm working with people in music therapy, so mm. I can easy to understand or where their musical tradition comes from. Yeah. 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 Mm. Oh good. Um so is your primary instrument is it piano? Oh yeah, you can say so. Yeah. I start my okay. journey around three to four. Yeah. Yeah. And so what else do you play or uh, yeah. I play Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Um and then um this is my second instrument I would say because I join in a um youth orchestra um yeah. ensemble orchestra so to um to play um for quite a number of years um and then um i start to play japanese koto as well oh okay yeah Yeah. but just um a a minor instrument when i was studying in uni because i think that oh i really want to explore different um music in yeah yeah Yeah. different cultural backgrounds and uh, it's quite interesting Mm -hmm. yeah and um and of course because i like the um what do you call it the uh, traditional oh. clo- costumes. Um, oh, the kimono. Yeah, kimono. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to. Yeah, it's beautiful. That one. Mm-hmm. That is also attracting me. Yeah. And yeah, and I. So I, I'm quite interested in playing woodwind instruments. So yeah. I, I just self-taught myself to play some flutes and, mm. um, yeah, any, yeah, wind pipes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Wow. Hmm. Wow, so definitely multicultural in your musical upbringing as well. (laughs) Yeah. Great. I was wondering if you could share with us one memorable moment that you've had with a client. Mm, Yeah, I would like to share with you about a client that I worked for over around two years. Mm -hmm. I just found out here because he's an elderly man that I met in a nursing home Mm -hmm. and he was referred by um, Asamas Australia when I met him. Mm -hmm. And so um, he got... um, when I meet him, he can able to communicate and talk, yeah. and but he might not be able to produce a f- um, complete sentence. Okay. And yeah. because of his dementia. Yeah. And then. Um, he, so he was dementia, but specifically Alzheimer's. Yeah, not um, not specific Alzheimer's. Yeah. Just uh, in general. Just um, in general. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then he got some yeah um, cognitive impairment. That's why, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, he also have a very weak chest. So he yep. used to be a piano accordion player. Oh, okay. So and then his um, after his retirement, music mm-hmm. is taking a big part of his life. So yeah. he always um, try to teach students when mm-hmm. before he go to nursing home, and also mm-hmm. he performs in different occasions as well. And when I meet him, he all, he told me that he really want to play piano accordion. Mm-hmm. And um, I tried to work out whether he mm-hmm. can able to hold his big yeah. piano accordion but it's a bit hard for him yeah. because of his physical weakness yeah and then we're quite heavy aren't they yes mm. yes they are and we try to put a um table with a suitable height for him he can mm-hmm. able to hold it for a short while but mm-hmm. eventually because of his deterioration from time to time mm-hmm. he can't hold it mm-hmm. but we shift his musical ability 
to play on a keyboard so oh, he can still able to play by ear yeah. and then we do some improvisation on a keyboard he always told me he can only say something very simple but each time when I ask him he will criticize his playing but at the same time <laughs> say, oh I would like to do more practice he is so motivated by music mm. and by his last stage yeah so um, when he was really really ill he needs to be lying on bed all the time mm -hmm. and then I find that music is so powerful that let a mem uh, the memories keep in in his mind and also help him to um, make a good connection with his wife as well because mm. yeah his wife no longer able to talk to him and yeah. able to understand what he wants but mm -hmm. when there is music I try to play um, his family tunes next to his bed and then his wife was holding his hand mm. and then you can see that there's nothing can wake him up unless you wow. do the music yeah. so once I start to sing his family tune I remember that's one tune that he always liked is um, mm. when uh, I grow too old to dream yeah, mm. so his, this is a song Beautiful. that is really echoing to his life as well. So mm -hmm. people might think that, oh, we can't do anything more because, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm old, I'm frail. and But he, he once he listens to that song, mm -hmm. he can be able to um, wake up his spirit. Yeah. So, and then he holds his wife's hand and then he opens his eyes, try to sing along. So mm -hmm. that is a very powerful moment. He might not be singing in tune or yeah. what we're expecting a musician can do, yeah, but yeah, this yeah. is a way that he can express himself through the music. And his wife was so pleased to see that. Yeah, mm. he can able to do something he likes, even by the end of his yeah, life. Yeah, end of his life. Wow. Mm. I guess working in HK, you would have a lot of those palliative experiences, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah. yeah yes um and also when people say about palliative yeah there will be an impression saying oh they are almost dying mm. what can they do mm. yeah but, but it's really about mm. improving um quality of life it isn't is. it in those last yes. couple of months or years or whatever it might absolutely. be absolutely and because music is something that you can uh, passively enjoy but passively engage mm. so it's um yeah it's a very Definitely a very useful tool yeah. um, in the in the setting that you yeah. work in. And I find that it's a grounding thing mm. for, for everyone because when there is music, people are able to distract from their um, very sadness and mm -hmm. also, yeah, there are something that they can able to do in those helplessness. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, when people towards in the end of life, they will find out, oh, what can I do for my family? Yeah. And this is something that they can contribute yeah. Yeah, in that musical activity. They find out, oh, mm. I can still able to do something that makes my loved ones feel good. Mm. Yeah, so. Mm. And it's definitely tricky um, being, I think, a musician, having that sort of musical identity as well, you know, mm. your whole life. But having a music therapist who can actually help you still engage with music, even when you can't actually physically do it yourself, I yes. think. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm hoping that you know. Yeah, it's actually it's empowering. Empowering people. them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Great. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, today the difference between music therapy and music teaching, mm. because I think it's something that a lot of people don't quite get it get mm. when they first think of music therapy um, because it is so um, 
so much about using music.、Mm. They just automatically think, oh, it's about them, you know, helping people play instruments and、yeah. learning music. And that can be a part of it.、Mm. Um, yeah, well,、um, it's a very common、um, perception that people get、mm. because when they come to music, they think, oh, what kind of skills, what kind、mm. of techniques I can learn. Even though、yeah. when I work in mental health units, people were wondering, oh, what, what you are coming to do、mm-hmm. for us? Are you going to teach us some musical instruments, how、yeah. to play it? I have no music skills, so how can I start with?、Yeah. So I tell them, oh, it is a space that you can explore your、um, ability.、Mm-hmm. So it's not about doing right or wrong. Mm-hmm. So, I think music therapy is not going to put on a judgment on one another.、Yeah. So,、um, it's actually a process to know what you can do、mm-hmm. and also、um, finding your own identity, like what Yuki、yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, finding your、uh, expressions. So,、mm-hmm. what you want to say through the music.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. But by music teaching, is a, a, basically, it's more structured, I would yeah. say.、Yes. So, there are some kind of standards or some kinds of、um, requirements that you need to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's tough for little kids as well. Yeah. <laughs> We're recording a podcast. <laughs> My mum has just walked in with a plate full of food, as, as mothers do. She's just like, hello. Well, oh well. Yeah, yeah so. We've got little plates of food for after the concert, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Um,、mm, anyways,、really nice. um, yeah. back on track. So,、um, how would you describe? Uh, the differences between what you do as a piano teacher、mm. and what you do as a music therapist? Well,、um, because I work in with different age groups as well, so、mm-hmm. yeah, it will be a bigger、uh, distinction、mm-hmm. when、mm-hmm. you hear about、um, doing music with adults and kids. It's But, almost completely different. Yeah, because yeah. your way to communicate is different. Yeah,、other. and also、um, we are not superior than them. We just, yeah,、exactly. doing things together cooperatively. Yeah, yeah and、um, but for Children's, yeah,、mm-hmm. especially with um, some um, of my students that they have poor concentrations.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I try to help them to read music in a creative way.、Yeah. So, not just note by note, sometimes help them to associate with their daily lives and、mm-hmm. using、um, different ways, like、um, uh, we do some echoing, turn ticking,、yeah. yes, to, to engage them through、yeah. the music and not trying to focus on just doing. Um, a, like a performance or a task, yeah, yeah just by that, but enjoy the moments that while they're doing、mm-hmm. music, yeah, making the music. Yeah, yeah、mm. now I think、um, music therapy and music teaching are so different.、Mm. Probably the biggest thing would be the relationship that you have、mm-hmm. with your student、exactly. versus your client.、Mm. Um, like you were saying, with your client, you sort of want to be on that same level in terms of musicianship, I guess,、yeah. um, like that musical relation. but In teaching, it's completely different. You're the teacher, they're the student, and they need、yeah. to listen to what you've got、mm-hmm. to say.、Yeah. <laughs> and you're really guiding them,、yeah. really, and teaching them, you know,、mm. this is how you read music, this is how you play.、Mm. In music therapy, it's not at all about that. It's about、um, getting them to engage in something with you.、Yeah. And that just happens to be music for us. But it's, music is just so motivational for them to, you know, start using words, singing,、mm. or,、um, you know, using instruments.、Mm. But like you were saying, just expression and、yeah. that kind of thing.、Yeah. But there are definitely similarities as well. And you were saying with your students, you do things like echoing and that kind of thing to engage your students、mm. in. Do you think,、um, 
I guess now having that music therapy training mm. and working as a registered music therapist, that would definitely influence how you teach now. Yes, I find so. Yeah, yeah because um, I say person differently. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about um, criticizing them where is your standard. Yes. It's about whether you're able to engage mm. in that uh, music making process. Yeah. And also what benefits you most is about a bit more like um, client-centered, you would say. Yeah. So um, looking at um, what they're developing uh, mental needs. So yeah. if they need to um, just to engage and get relaxed in the music, I'll try to pick their, their favorite music mm. rather than just go through the syllabus of examination yeah. and then now we just do this straight That's what I do through too. during this period. Yeah, I try yeah. to um, ask them what your favorite music is. It's, it's no matter it's pop or classical, mm-hmm. or whatever. As long as that can they can learn something new mm-hmm. from there, I would try to give them this challenge and yeah, yeah encourage them to let me know. Yeah what kind of music they like yeah, yeah. so I think it's a quite different approach than um, usually what music teachers do because yeah, they usually definitely. offer what they are confident mm-hmm. and what they are trained it to to become a musician yeah. so yeah it's a quite interesting approach yeah, yeah. my music therapy training uh, has definitely influenced the way I teach now mm-hmm. it's completely different so I've been teaching piano for about 11 years mm-hmm. um, but since I started my training it's been about uh, four years and mm-hmm. actually working as a music therapist too so it's um, yeah so one of the things that I always did was you know get my students to pick music that they like because otherwise children just <laughs> can't focus or yeah. it becomes a bit of a chore mm-hmm. um, but one thing that I've uh, since starting my music therapy practice is I've started doing a lot more improvisation with mm. my students. Um, sometimes their thoughts are just so not within the teaching space. Yeah. They're just not there at all. So, <laughs> you know, it's just a great way for them to so just capture them, yeah. just their attention mm. and um, just get them to settle within that musical yeah. teaching space. So I think yeah. that's really helped, especially for my students mm. who do have... Uh, trouble with concentration Mm. and focusing like some students are great some students they walk in they know it's time to learn some students um you know they're not like that um not so orientated yeah and that's Mm. okay Mm -hmm. um but i feel like i do have a lot more skills to help them Mm. yeah Yeah. and i think i i try not to put a judgment too early to Mm. classify whether that student is eager to learn or Mm -hmm. not so from my music therapy training I learned to understand people in a different way so mm-hmm. and also when they get frustrated yeah there are always creative ways to yeah. um, get them to get back onto the music yeah. yeah and I can quote example just recently yeah I got a um, music student she got very difficulty to to play that last beat of the ending so mm-hmm. because of the rhythmic pattern is so complex and mm-hmm. well um, up to her standard she can't um play it about two hands mm-hmm. and I put some words into the that so yeah. um, it's like a rhyme mm-hmm. so to put in that classical tune so um, and the words I still I, I remember I just wing it at the time yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know what to do just now and then <laughs> and then she was just um, end up with laughing and she yeah. said oh that is fun and then she yeah. she just I asked her to sing along with me yeah. in that phrase and then she just do it and able to do it without stressing her out yeah. her, herself so mm. she just found it oh I did it without mm. noticing. So it's all about yeah. Um, 
help them to get back confidence mm-hmm. yeah, when they play music. Because yeah, mm-hmm. there are obviously some learning goals and yeah. also there are lots of things that they haven't able to achieve. Mm-hmm. But um, by giving them some more creativity mm-hmm. and allowance to, to, to play in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find that is, yeah, mixed music is more meaningful to them. Yeah. It's not just a task, yeah. a homework that they need to do. Yeah, yeah. what my mm. own piano teacher was really great at was whenever I would learn a new piece of music, especially something, you know, a little bit later on, like romantic period, yeah. 20th century, she would always get me to imagine uh, some sort of imagery mm. or like a scenery or a story that goes along with the the song and it just helps so much more to express mm. you know what um, I guess that's what composers are wanting to do anyway is trying to express themselves through that music that they're composing so I think as performers as well it's a great technique to have something that's not just notation on yes. the sheet music mm. um, to guide you but actually a little bit more of a creative sort of imagery slash expression mm. um, emotion yeah. attached to yes. the music. Yeah, mm. music is uh, including a lot of sensations yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know that quote, um, music is what feelings sound like? Uh, yeah. 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 And I really love that. Um, yeah. I'm <laughs> Recently, I've been just finding so many quotes. I've been on Twitter and yeah. Facebook. Everyone's posting all these, you know, wonderful music therapy slash music quotes. But yeah, music is what feelings sound like. Mm. I think um, in our music therapy work definitely is yeah. so appropriate there but also in teaching mm. I think it's a great way for yeah if you, you know, can't feel the music you can't play it in mm. a um, pleasant way and also people are looking forward to your expression rather than listen to it just a recording yeah so that's why people likes to go to live music and yeah. concerts and mm. I think yeah that's what attracts yeah mm. people's attention yeah yeah, yeah mm. definitely live music is so different um, and hopefully from the concert today, I, I organise these yearly concerts for my students, mm. for them to have an opportunity to play in front of a group of people, you know, whether it's family, friends, or people that they just don't know. It's a great way for them to build up self-confidence. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, self-esteem, but just have a motivational goal to work towards. I think that's really important in teaching mm. because um, I, I know that music... Learning music should be for your own benefit, Mm. definitely. I think it should be for your own enjoyment. But being able to share that with other people is where it's very powerful, Mm. I think. Give a purpose to making music. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they will, yeah, they might not know what's the outcome and they get a lot of Mm -hmm. um, frights and think, oh, I can't do this. But with a more like a friendly environment yes. to start with I yeah. think it's a good way to mm-hmm. to teach them how to play it with confidence yeah so Absolutely. yeah and because your students coming today they're preparing for exams aren't they oh well one <laughs> has been just passed already oh, okay yeah oh, and good. the other yeah. ones yeah um we pick a quite challenging music we mm-hmm. didn't really make it very perfectly <laughs> until yesterday but <laughs> I still can encourage him that oh well this is the music that you choose yeah so no matter what yeah um if you do mistakes it doesn't matter it's just yeah. try to to do it yeah um in front of your friends and just um, overcome those yes yeah, so try to let people know that you have this talent too so mm. yeah i hope that will be a positive experience for him mm. yeah. and i i find it a very you know 
just a great experience for myself as well mm-hmm. just you know seeing my students mm-hmm. um and it's not really what i've achieved but just seeing what they have achieved mm-hmm. you know yes. um it's just it makes me really proud to see them yeah. <laughs> perform in front of their parents yeah. and um family friends um yeah because we work so hard and i think with music teaching comes uh i guess we do have to try and reach a certain standard yes you know i yeah. think um mm. Uh, for the parents as well to see that yeah, yeah that can prove what their progress are and yeah. why what is worth it to put on so much effort to do so yeah, yeah. but again very yeah. very different to music therapy like i would never put this kind of pressure on oh. my clients it's completely different <laughs> yeah so yeah that's just something that i'd like everyone to understand that music teaching is just completely different mm, yeah you're very focused therapy. on learning some task in mm. music teaching yeah, yeah. but our music therapy is a space mm. to explore and you never know what's the outcome but yeah yeah teaching is you you will foresee that okay for if you practice in this way mm-hmm. and then after a certain amount of time you will get this outcome mm-hmm. yeah so the protection is very different yeah, yeah. Mm. i mean there's many things that um, our students have benefited from playing music that's not directly related to you know they picked up skills to read or mm. to play um, but things like developing fine motor skills mm, um, especially with piano um, you know these mm. these skills we work on in music therapy i guess to um, some extent with mm. uh, clients that we might be working on in rehabilitation but it's just about helping them build up those skills so it might make it easier for them to be able to write mm. neater or oh, yes like those techniques can transfer to or, their daily life yeah, yeah the, de- definitely transferable skills and mm. i find that I've had a lot of students who have had dyslexia or mm. some sort of learning disability and somehow learning piano has helped them mm. um, transfer those skills across to just regular literacy skills like reading, writing. Yeah, yeah that's some comments that I've had from a few parents mm. is that since studying piano they're able to read yeah. better or do maths a little bit mm. quicker like the problem solving skills have become quicker oh wow yeah i got one of the students she he got quite poor um, concentration and the family told me that once he able to express himself on piano his mood is a bit more regulated mm. so yeah and i allowed him to do what he likes so mm-hmm. it's quite different from other music teacher because he yeah. he he can just do when when he do good i yeah. will give him as a reward that oh, you can do whatever you like yeah, on yeah. on piano and sometimes you can bang he can bang quite loud and yeah. <laughs> just do something quite nonsense but i yeah. just allowed him to do that mm. and then yeah afterwards he feel a bit more relief and a bit more yeah. sa- satisfied because he can yeah. able to do it in his own way yeah so yeah, yeah it's it's also yeah like you said yeah so teaching them by looking at what their um, needs and yeah what what can benefit them in their daily life mm-hmm. so it's not just in the class but after the class mm-hmm. they can still benefit from it mm. yeah, yeah i don't think so i think it's a wonderful thing that their parents see the value in them learning yeah. in a musical instrument mm. because i definitely find that you know with my musical training and upbringing um i think that it helped in all sorts of areas just in study and mm. just yeah just being able to teach other people as well yeah, i don't know yeah. i picked up i feel like if i hadn't um learned piano and learned how to perform in front of groups of people 
I wouldn't be as confident as I am today, just as a person. Mm, I feel like it has definitely built up a lot of resilience Mm. in my own personality, um, confidence, but as well as that, um, just um, self-discipline, I think is a big Mm. one. Because because you're so motivated and you're wanting to achieve something, you have to be quite strict on yourself to, you know, make time to practice Mm. that kind of thing. And that definitely transferred across all of my schoolwork. So whether it was study, like I had that motivation and just self-discipline that I knew that there was a reward if I got through it all. And yeah, so I'm hoping that my students pick that up as well. Yeah, I found that learning how to read music is actually a very good exercise in learning how to concentrate Mm. on your task. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, you will have a sense of achievement when yeah. you're able to make it oh i can i can complete this and and also it's a pleasure to listen to it just simply listen to yeah. your own playing so yeah that's the best when you can get all of that though mm. because i know when i was growing up there were a lot of my friends who sort of burnt out mm. because they didn't enjoy piano or mm. just or it, whatever instrument it would have been mm. um, they didn't enjoy learning for whatever reasons like their teacher was too strict mm. they expected too much of them they always felt like they weren't achieving mm. you know as much as they needed to mm. and I think that's a real shame because yeah. I don't think um, learning music should become a chore mm. or something like that yeah so I, I always yeah told my um, mm. students parents so um, this is I really hope that this is a um, an enjoyable experience for them. It's mm-hmm. not something that they forced to do. Yeah. But even though they said sometimes they will tell you about their own frustration or yeah. uh, there is challenging moments. But I, I said, well, you just keep trying to keep trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then um, when you're able to achieve what you can do, give them a, a bit more positive encouragement. So mm-hmm. yeah, to let them know that that's what you have been achieved. So don't always look at the negative side so mm-hmm. yeah to things that you can't achieve yeah so yeah and mm. um i guess that's sort of similar in when we use music in rehabilitation mm. because that whatever we're trying to rehabilitate through music therapy um, it might be a really boring action like for example mm. if you imagine um like working on those fine motor skills, for example, mm. if you were to do it without music, mm. you know, just lifting up fingers one at a time, yeah. like, could you imagine how boring that would be? Yeah. But because it gives that um, enjoyable mm. sense, uh, it just makes it seem less of like a mm. rehabilitation exercise. And I think music itself is a feedback yeah, for people to listen positive to. Feedback, like when yeah. they play the notes, they can hear what they do. Yeah. So instant feedback is mm. important because yeah, when and you do... And it's not just whatever sort of sound or thing that they're making, you know, mm. like moving or whatever, but it's something that they enjoy hearing, yes. you know, enjoying yeah. listening to. Yeah, I remember in my training is that music itself is a reward. Mm. So sometimes we just omit that part. So mm-hmm. we think, oh, they have done this and just the process. But music itself mm. is a rewarding thing to, to listen to and mm-hmm. to, to, to know that, oh, um, the music is able to reflect on you. So, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes even though, like you said, we don't need to have a repertoire or yeah. set music to play. You just mm-hmm. do it at the time when you where you at, yeah. and then you will hear that reflections come from the music itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we might wrap it up there. And I thank you so much for talking to me today. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks of, for your uh, invitation. No, that's yeah. all right. I'm so excited about the concert today. I really am. 
can't wait to hear your students play. And oh, I yeah. really hope my students have um, done the practice in this past week. <laughs> I did sort of crack the whip on them a little bit <laughs> Just a lot. this past week, some of them. But, um, you know, like, I'm not really a scary teacher. But, yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to encourage them positively as much as possible. Yeah. Um, if our listeners had any questions for you, where can they reach you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, do email me mm-hmm. or, yeah, I got my own website too. So Wonderful. Yeah. I'll leave it in the show notes for those of you who are interested. Thank you so much yeah, for welcome. calling me to share. And, and I find that um, when we're able to know each other's work, it's, yeah, wonderful to know that oh, there are more people who appreciate. Yeah, yeah the, the value of music is mm-hmm. a wonderful thing. Yeah. yeah, and if you have any questions for me, you can reach me on Twitter at emptynow underscore yuki or on Facebook, uh, Music Therapy Now, and also on YouTube. Also search Music Therapy Now. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you.